Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Always. I watched the second half of Always. And this is is the the other other half. We always do this, Mike. Do we? We always watch movies where I'm like, I don't understand what this movie is. I don't know what this is going to be like. Yes. And we watch it. I'm like, why the fuck do we watch this? I was actually going to apologize. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the one that was like, hey, we should watch Always. Because it's a movie I've always thought about. Oh, man. Always been curious about it. Because it's a Spielberg movie that I feel like no one ever talks about. Yeah. I'm curious how there's a Spielberg movie that no one ever talks about. There might be a reason behind that. Probably. And it's got like a big cast. Like uh, John Goodman, uh, uh, Holly Hunter. Is that her name? Holly Hunter's in it. Uh, uh, Richard Richard Dreyfuss. Fucking. um, Oh, my God. I'm looking at him. Keith David. Keith David. Aubrey Hepburn's in this. Aubrey Hepburn's in this. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy cast of characters directed by Steven Spielberg at like the peak of his yeah like or what the nineteen uh, eighty nine no yeah nineteen eighty nine yeah, yeah. nineteen eighty nine yeah which is like wild so I was like yes. oh shit is this like a hidden gem no no no, no. this movie is fucking awful oh my god dude. it is really bad and I, like <sighs> I forgot this was directed by Spielberg <laughs> like I glazed over the credits yeah my eyes glazed over. Then I watched part of the movie and I was like, what is this movie? <laughs> Who is this for? And then like Steven's like, I th- remember it halfway through. I was like, I think I, think I was looking at another actor. And, yeah. Um, I saw Steven Spielberg's name and I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? So it's good to know that like, sure. People are like, oh man, Spielberg, you know, he's kind of seems to have lost his magic. It's like, nah, he made stinkers back in the day too. He's made some pretty shit stuff. Uh, he's made some bad stuff. You this know, they is, aren't all hits. This is in between. He Okay. So he had made Temple of Doom. Color Purple, Empire of the Sun, which is an incredible film. That is a hidden gem. I've never seen that one, yeah. That movie's amazing. It has, oh God, the uh, uh, Christian Bale as a child in that movie. Whoa. And he's incredible. Then right after that, in 87 is when he made Empire of the Sun. Then he made Always, this one, in 89, and then followed it up with The Last Crusade. Wow. Yeah. Always and Last Crusade came out the same year, too, in 89. I wonder if there's a similar situation of how he made uh, Jurassic Park and Schindler's List. And Schindler's List, I was thinking time. the same thing. That's, but he uh, really killed it in Schindler's List. The Jurassic Park's a good movie, but yeah. like, it was also based off a book. Um, yeah, but it's very loosely based it's off It's very loosely book. based off a book. Uh, so, right. So he made Always Last Crusade, and then right after that, he made another movie we watched for the podcast, Hook. Oh, yeah. So, oh, man, I forgot he directed Hook, too. That's the thing. Like, fucking... Spielberg. I, you know, he seems more inconsistent than I feel like people give him credit for. Well, it's weird because he'll go through bouts of like masterpieces. And yeah. then all of a sudden he'll just like make it's sort of that thing of like you make, you know, one for them, one for me, you know, yeah. sort of thing. I feel like that's very much what this movie is. Like he probably But what re- but But that's the thing. Who is this for? Who I is think it's for them? him. You I, think this is for him? I think this is this is one for them. Because right because this oh, is you mean him, them or him? Him. Him, okay. Because the one for them is uh, the movies in between, Empire of the Sun and Last Crusade, I think. Do you think Empire of the Sun is for them? I don't know if uh, anyone saw it. I feel like that might be for Last him. Last Crusade is for them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, always is for him, I think. Always is very much like, because it's so fucking schmaltzy. Like, this is like pure Spielberg this schmaltz. This is like, I guarantee I did not. We did not research this probably as much as we should have, but I guarantee there's probably something in the back of like Spielberg's mind where he's like, I really respect forest firefighters like a lot and the planes and stuff like i think that's really cool so i did kind of look up a bit about like not necessarily the production but like the story it is a remake of a romantic drama called a guy named joe uh the uh, it was written in 1943 uh by uh donald trumbo 
who is famous, a famous writer. Donald who, Trumbo. I don't like that name. No, wait. That can't actually be his name, is it? Is it, is it yeah, Donald Trump had sex with Colombo? Uh, no. And then Donald not. Trumbo came out? Dalton Trumbo. Okay. Dalton Trumbo. I knew I knew it was Got close. it. Dalton Trumbo, you know, he's a I famous- I have heard of Trumbo, actually. You sh- definitely have heard of yeah. Trumbo. He was a blacklisted writer back in the day. Mm. He wrote a lot of- He wrote, like, Spartacus. He had a movie made about him, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Uh, with Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. Uh, so- he wrote that movie years ago, and then they remake. This is the remake of that. Interesting. Um, so interesting. Spielberg, he's made other remakes, hasn't he? He's made a couple. Did he make? Oh, he's making one right now. <laughs> it's right. Uh, he's making West, West Side, Side Story. Story. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a big remake. So yeah. if this is education, West Side Story is going to be abysmal. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be real bad. So yeah. brace yourselves for that, folks. Yeah. Uh yeah, I, I'm I'm looking up. Okay, so Spielberg confided that while making Jaws, he had Dreyfus, he and Dreyfus traded quips from that movie that this movie was remaking. Dreyfus, uh, Richard Dreyfus was in Jaws. Yes, yes. And famously, Dreyfus thought Jaws was going to be a massive flop he to did. the point where like he apologized for the movie in advance. It didn't flop. And then I think this is sort of him because like he worked with Spielberg on that and um. Close Encounters, which is an incredible film. That is also a great movie. Uh, You know, it turns out he makes some good movies. Like that's the thing. It's like it's not that he's inconsistent. It's just that there's these hidden stinkers in between a lot of really good ones. I think that counts as inconsistent. Well, that's not inconsistent. No, because I guess you get. I still have a pretty good batting average. Yeah, exactly. That's true. You still have a pretty good batting average. And and the ones he hits, he hits out of the fucking park. That's That's the other thing. It's not like he's bunting them. You know, it's been a while though since he's hit it out of the park. Uh, yeah, I guess I didn't see Warhorse or Lincoln. I heard Lincoln I like was, it was good. pretty good. There you go. It was pretty good. It wasn't the best, but it was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, he did, you know, he did make uh, Ready Player One. Yeah, he knocked you out of the park with that one. Go <laughs> to our podcast on that. Uh, but yeah, so it seemed like him and Dreyfus was just a big fan of that original movie. And it was a melodrama, apparently. And so then, after being inspired by that movie, he, because the original movie was about World War Two, And mm. then he's like, I'm going to, instead of it being about, <sighs> like, p- fighter pilots, okay. I'm instead going to make it about something else yeah. which is i think people have put out forest fires forest firefighters yeah exactly which is a hard thing to say forest firefighters yeah say it out loud Mike. forest firefighters forest That's, firefighters it's not easy forest to say. firefighters forest firefighters uh-huh yeah you stripped forest it up there firefighters. it's not easy i'm not saying it's impossible i'm just saying it's not easy it's pretty difficult uh, yeah, so that's apparently what it is. Uh, that's the thing. It's like a fucking mess of a film. There's so much. Okay, There's... so for one, it took me a really long time to figure out that like uh, Richard Dreyfuss was dead the entire time, and then I guess he was in love with like Helen. What's her fucking name? Helen Hunter. A Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter. Yeah. There's Helen Hunt and Holly Hunter. I love. I love hearing what you're piecing back together. So apparently he was in love with her, but then he died. Uh, and then John Goodman is there. Uh, and I don't know how he died. It's weird, too, because, like, apparently their, like, age difference wasn't that big, but, like, I feel like Richard Dreyfuss is really not in the same league as Holly Hunter. I don't know. He's a pretty handsome older guy. Is he? I feel like Maybe he it's because most of the film is just him sort of, like... Here's mis- the thing. Meh. His character sucks. I hate his character. Pete sucks. Like, yeah. he doesn't... In my half, he's abysmal. Like... Yeah. Absolutely. I hope he has some character growth in your half, at least a little bit. The I'm only sure he character does. Growth he has is he needs to let go of Holly Hunter because he's dead. But the entire time he's like, "That's my girl. I still love you." Even baby. then, okay, that's barely any character growth. He still sucks. Like he's he just sucks. he's awful. I hate him. Yeah, um, I don't like him either. Yeah, when he died, I don't like anybody in the. I think the only guy I, I barely even like John Goodman, and that is the biggest sin of this film. I know you make John Goodman kind of a, he is still like a Batman. I know, but the thing is, is they give him a weird character quirk. Which what is, is he likes eating weird food like, oh. in weird ways. Like he would dip chicken wings in beer and eat them. 
Um, he would I like think that happens. In my he'd hand. stuck a like a straw and a Twinkie and suck the juice out. Like that's the way he eats a Twinkie. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. It's weird and gross. That's his thing. That's like his weird character quirk, I guess. Mm. Um, I guess he doesn't do that in your half. No, maybe he grew up. Maybe Mostly the... just yells at everybody in my half of the movie. Okay, He's yeah, just, that's like fair. belligerent. Yeah, uh, I kind of like Holly. Hunter. Holly Hunter's pretty all right. But again, I think it's just it's based on the actor, not necessarily what's written. Because like she's just like a charming person. Yes. Uh, and what about your boy? Um, oh shit, what's his name? Richard Dreyfus? No, not Richard Dreyfus. Oh, Ted Baker. Ted Baker, the uh, a GI Joe looking motherfucker. The GI Joe guy who went on to be star in the Left Behind series. Those movies. The Wait, Left Behind really? Series? I think so. Yeah, I think it's I the believe same guy. it. Yeah, uh, he was boring as shit. And yeah, I was like, what does anybody see in this guy? I yeah. hate him too. He's, he he sucks. I don't know. It's just weird. I felt like. Holly Hunter has an amazing moment that I think is really good, and mm. she has a really good job acting. And I think she's probably the best person in this film. I'd agree with by you. by far. Yeah, all the guys suck. They all suck. Um, I don't know. There's some like there's some moments I kind of like, and that's only because of like stuff that's happened in my life or like I've grown up with that right. I kind of appreciate. But, it's, but it's still a mess. It's still an absolute mess. I didn't like anything. It was boring as hell. I didn't know what <laughs> we were boring. literally did not know what we were doing for forty minutes of this movie. <laughs> like, I did not know what we were doing with this movie. So yeah, tell me what happens in the first. All right. 40 so minutes. the beginning of the movie is two guys fishing and a, and a plane starts to land behind them. It's honestly a pretty cool shot. That's but there's Spielberg like a weird. You. There's a weird thing. Skewer great at shots. I don't understand his sound design though. Uh huh. His sound design makes no sense in this movie. I don't know why. Let me describe this particular scene. It threw me off. Right away. It right. didn't get much better. <laughs> There's two guys fishing, and a plane is coming up behind them, and you don't know what it's for. You think it's a plane that's just going to land and kill them, and they start like, oh, shit, let's start this boat up, and then it pulls up right at the right time. Now, they did not hear this plane coming oh. before it was in the water, and I'm like, dude. You would hear that. It'd be so loud. Planes are so loud you don't just sit there and be like fishing you'd hear a plane you'd look at it and go hmm all right especially if it starts getting closer and you hear yeah, it going down near the water makes no you'd sense you'd at least hear the water no displays. and it's perfectly silent as it's on the ground even to us the audience yeah and it's getting closer and then the, the sound goes but anyway it pulls up and of course it's our guy pete and he's an asshole and <laughs> you could tell because holly hunter's on the ground doing ground control mm. but he's picking up water he's making drops on, on uh places and he's not listening to people right just not listening to commands eventually he just runs out of fuel Oh. And is like, oh, well, I got to, it's been a little while since I had some panic in my life, is what he says as he tries to land. Mm. And he's trying to land because he's no fuel. And um, because, and like, he has this miracle moment where he's about ready to crash and like not get enough wind to go above the trees. But then like a plane flies overhead, which is, I think, actually piloted by um, Ted's name. Uh, yeah, Ted Baker. Yeah. Um. He flies, and it's like, oh, a miracle moment, and he gets a little more extra upwind, I guess, at the same time. Okay. And he makes it, and he survives, but oh. Holly Hunter is pissed. And I'm like, why is Holly Hunter pissed? Oh, because they love each other. Right. They're in they're in a relationship together. It's weird. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. She's mad. So uh, at this so, point, you're like, this is a movie about people that fly planes. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. So he, she's like, okay, um, I'm going to go and teach him a lesson about what it's like to have someone you love do stupid shit like fly without with low fuel stuff like that. Mm. And uh but she gets a birthday balloons from um fucking Ted Baker who I guess flies in and delivers birthday balloons to people. That's his job or his like Oh, that explains why his plane looks so stupid. Exactly. Oh, yeah. cuz his, his plane is covered in like p paintings of balloons. Yeah, it's yeah. very goofy. Super silly. Uh, but he's he was basically a flying telegram person like okay. singing telegram. Got it. Um which is a dumb idea and they admit it in the movie, which is fair. <laughs> so 
she hates it. She's like, whatever, get out of my face. I'm going to go. And she grabs his plane and flies and like flies it and lands it, but it's all shitty. And like, she fucks it up a lot. And, um, uh, he doesn't seem to care. He's like, whatever. And she's like, I, that's what you think about this plane. And they're like, whatever, we need to go have some fun. So they go to like, I guess some sort of hangout at the base. Cause it's like a base. They hang out at a uh, aircraft base, I guess, yeah. for people who fight forest, forest fires. Um, so they're all hanging out. They're all like everyone is just like greasy dudes, like covered in air, like airplane grease. No one cleans themselves. Like it's just a bunch of dudes. This is a sausage fest. Yes, and, and Holly Hunter's there. And Holly Hunter's there, and a, co- a few other ladies are there. I'm not gonna say it's all men, but it's mostly men. Okay. Um, you know, it's just like the uh, the development field today. You know, there's <laughs> it's all men. There's like a couple right, women. Right. Um. Uh, so, like. They, she she tries to give her gift. She's like, no, I don't want it. I'm still mad. Do you think you can buy my happiness? Do you think you can buy like all your stuff away? And then he's like, fine. You don't want it? She's like, yeah. And he throws it, and it opens up, and it's, it's as she says, girl clothes. She's very excited. She loves the girl clothes. And she goes, and it seems like she actually fixes. She's really happy now. She'll so it actually does change. fix how she feels. Sort of. Cool. Yeah. And this movie has a weird sense of humor I want to touch on. that like It's it, not funny? It's not funny at all. And I don't, I feel like there's just no, like, if it was delivered a little bit better, I feel like it would work. But there's just something off about. I would say that definitely one of Spielberg's biggest weaknesses is comedy. Like. I don't know. Like, Raiders of the Lost Ark's pretty funny. Well, that's funny. Like, it's not funny because of the way it's, like, directed. It's funny because I think, like, you know. Comedic timing, yeah. Yeah, Harrison Ford's just, like, a charming, funny guy. Like, for instance, he made that movie with uh, John Belushi. Uh, 19 was it 1984 not, not 1984 it was like this big world war epic mm-hmm. uh and it was like this big comedy and it flopped horribly it's one of his biggest flops ever and it was wow. like it's pure comedy uh yeah i think I, I, particularly like like uh, um like conversational comedy i think is yeah. a big weakness of his yeah yeah uh well dress park's kind of funny too but I also think it's you're funny right. moments. There's funny moments. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, is these funny moments are here. Yeah. And they don't land. For example, um, John Goodman says, you know what this reminds me of? And uh, Pete says, bet you a beer you're going to tell me. And then he, John Goodman just replies, oh, you lose. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, I like weird. the way you del- delivered that. Thank you. Yeah. It was, but I didn't, they didn't much faster and it yeah. felt like you didn't like sit there and think about it and what they were saying as yeah. much it was weird set up and pay off but eventually work. he does end up telling him what it is what and it's like it? it feels this place reminds me of world war ii we're all in the middle of a, you're not a war hero though so i don't know why you're acting like a dick <laughs> says john goodman to pete like you're acting like crazy because like they're saying what does this have to do with fucking vietnam Walter? <laughs> <laughs> i think it's kind of interesting knowing this is a remake because like they're using a lot of terminology we're using a lot of world war ii planes oh, because yeah. to drop um, like water and stuff like that because jet engines are too fast yeah. to do stuff like that. I think they still use mostly prop planes to this day. Oh, I think. I didn't know that. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to commit to that. I, d- I definitely think there's a lot of people flying planes that are, listen to our podcast. Oh, yeah, for they sure. They listen to us on their way to putting out forest fires. And <laughs> I mean, that'd be cool. Planes, also very yeah. stressful. I don't know why you'd pick us, but that's okay. <laughs> I appreciate it if you do. Um, Look out! <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so John goes like, you know, you're acting like really wild. There's, you know, there's a good, there's a good gig at uh, Flat Rock, I believe is the name of it, uh, where you'd just be teaching and you wouldn't have to like do all sorts of stuff. And he's like, no, I love doing this stuff. This yeah. Is, 
I have a great day job. Why would I want to go into teaching this? You know? Right. Um, like he doesn't even believe it. He thinks John Goodman's talking about it for himself. But then anyway, he gets interrupted before John Goodman like really pitches him by Holly Mun- Hunter coming downstairs <laughs> in a dress and all the guys going, whoa, losing their mind. And this reminded me in a, well, not yet. Not yet. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it yet. Oh, so boy. Uh, they get, <laughs> they get a beer. Uh, she gets a beer with Pete and there, he, he like did a whole thing up where he got like someone playing a piano and a little band and they're slow dancing and she's dancing with him and mm-hmm. it's all nice. And then she reveals I'm pregnant. No, she says, you know, it's not actually my birthday. He's like, did I forget? He's like, no, you just picked the wrong day. Yeah, that's right. Day the, before. The, oh, the day before. Yeah. Uh, she never revealed that part, but that's funny. Um, she might have the movie. So close, but so far away. Yeah. Kind of like him as a person. So close oh. to being a cool guy, but not quite. Um, and then he, then there's a part where all these guys are like all like, yeah, we want to dance with you. And then Pete like has to like make sure their hands are clean and everything before they dance with her. Sounds like Snow Very White weird. or something. Like, it's, gotta wash your hands. Well, I mean, they're co- they're these are gross guys. They yeah. like just they're covered. And I'm like, so t- take a shower. <laughs> uh, but it's <laughs> this reminded me though of when I was at Boy Scout camp and there was like a girl counselor or something like that, and all the guys would be like, "Whoa, is your girl? I'm gonna try to flirt with her." And it's like, cause it's just fucking dudes and been like, they're weeks stinky. weeks without seeing a girl or whatever for a while. Yeah. And they're like, wow. This, I got a real try. Got a real try hard at this point. I got nothing but all these gross dudes around me who stink. Oh. Got me. Gave I me don't know how vibes. to already talk to ladies. Exactly. Yeah. I'm also like she's probably 19 or something, and I'm and like, like 16. Yeah. Or 15 or something. You yeah. Know? It's like weird. <laughs> anyway, um, let's see. You have missed out on what Holly Hunter's character's name is. Isn't it called? Dor- Dordina or something like that? Like Dor- Dor- Dorinda. Dorinda? Dorinda? D-O-R-I-N-D-A. Dorinda? Dorinda. Dorinda. Something like that. Weird fucking name. That's why I'm you not saying Pete, it. You got Pete. You got Tom. Dorinda. You got Dorinda. <laughs> Al. Ted. Like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Well, see, she's just cut out, cut differently she's than all these guys. Different she's different. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Um. So... They go home, and a bunch of people are on his plane. I don't understand what the significance of that is. It sounds like they're fixing it or something. Um, he tries to get frisky with her at night, and she's like, no, here's what I actually want. I want to actually learn to fly and get my license and do tankers and like learn that. And he's like, no, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> she's like, why, why are you going to stop me? And she's like, yeah, I'll say no. And then he's like, fine, you know what? She says, I have two choices. You either have to um, – I'll be your girl if you go to Flat Rock and teach – or I can leave you. That's kind of your two Damn. options right now because you won't let me fly. I'm gonna. Those are gonna be the options. And Ultimatums are always a good thing to put in a relationship. Oh, oh, always great. Yeah. Always great. Very um, healthy. Very important when you have to use them for someone that is an asshole. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way to learn. And she yeah. has a good speech about like, um, how like every time he goes up in the air, he always does stupid shit, and he, she always worries every single time. And it's like, why are you doing this? Why are you acting like this? Mm. Um. And she's like, I'm going to go find another guy, you know, if that's the option, who isn't an asshole. And Pete's like, no, you'll miss me. You have too much fun. He's like, she's like, it's not fun. It's awful. Yeah. Um, it's fun for you. And then he's like, just go. She goes on this long thing about how upset she is and how she's sad. And it's honestly a really good speech. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the end, he's just like, okay, well, how about this? I have an idea. I'll go to Flat Rock and I'll do this thing. And she's like, yay, so happy. And it's all fixed. But And she's like, cool, I love you. I love you too. Great. And then this is his day off and he gets a call and they're like, oh, we need you. You know, there's fires everywhere. Lots of people are sick. We're running low on people. 
And so, of course, he goes, even right. though she's like sitting there being like, don't do it, don't do it. Please don't go. But he's, he, goes. he goes. I hope nothing bad happens. <laughs> I hope nothing bad happens either. So he's about ready to get in the plane. She rides so over on the bike. So what do you think was going to happen here? I don't know. At this point, I'm so bored. <laughs> I am yeah. so bored. You don't even bored. care. I don't even care. I'm like, yeah. whatever. This guy sucks. <laughs> I hope he dies. <laughs> kind of. he does. Kind of. <laughs> um, so she rides over to on a bike, kisses him, says, like, I love you. And then the plane starts going, and he yells back, um... I love you too, but the plane's so loud that she can't oh, hear. She can hear. Which? Wait, if the plane is loud now, why mm-hmm. did they hear it earlier when they were oh, yeah, on exactly. the river? The other thing that bothered me <laughs> is, I didn't mention this, but the time when he was trying to land the plane in the earlier scene that I was mentioning with the no fuel, he was whistling at the same time and people at the airbase could hear him whistle. Mm. He's in a plane like... Miles away. Well, I think they have little mics to like keep in contact with the, like it made it the way the movie was shot. It made it sound like it was playing through just everywhere because the mics with the contact are in the control tower, but okay, they're just standing outside. Okay, that's a fair point then. So there's I, a lot of weird. It's nonsense. weird. I don't get it. Like I don't even know. when he's when he's dead and talking to people and they can't hear him, if he whistles, other people will whistle too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's like setting up that he has like some weird god tier whistle or something, <laughs> I don't which know. is like. I don't know. It does. It just doesn't work. It's just weird, messy, and just doesn't. It doesn't really work. I think it's just. Drivers just no sells it. If like, that was, I don't know. If that was the one thing, but then there's all this other. There's all this other thing. Like this yeah. is. I admit, like this is a weird nitpicky, like pseudomacin <laughs> almost thing to get pissed <laughs> off about. But it's so blatant. It's yeah. so weirdly obvious to me that it takes me out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah. So what he happens? Starts, he starts flying. Is he gonna be okay? Says, I love you. Oh yeah, totally. Um. And John Goodman's trying to fly his plane, but he gets too close to the ground because he's also helping, by the way. Uh-huh. And his turbine catches on fire. Oh, no. And he's like, oh, shit. I could use the extinguisher. He pulls the extinguisher, and Pete's like, you use the extinguisher? He's like, yeah, it didn't work. And then so Pete's like, all right, I'm going to get you, dude. And he starts making a, like, try to do a do- nosedive. And I'm like, what is he going to do? I, like, didn't. <laughs> going to crash it. into you. I was like, yeah, is he going to do that? Um, and all everyone's like, get out of there. You're, gonna, you're doing too, you're going too fast. You're, you got you're- too much of a. Pay, you go too diving. You're diving too much. You can't pull it from that. You've turned off your tardy computer. It's pretty much that. And yeah. he's like, no, I'm going to do it. So he goes. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then he drops his payload onto onto um, John Goodman because to, to put out the fire. Otherwise, it gets to the fuel tank and explode. Right. So he does that. And then he tries pulling up afterwards. And he kind of like goes through the fire. And they, eventually, they're like, oh, shit. Is he going to make it? Uh-huh. And he makes it. And he gets out. And he's like, cool. What a relief. But then you notice his engines are on fire now. Oh, no. Um. And he kind of is actually kind of like the way he dies because he's just like maybe it is because I just don't like him. But he's like, looking, wait, he he's dies? Like, yeah. And then he looks back at his um, controls at his um, turbine, not mm-hmm. turbine. What is it? It's not turbine propeller. And he's like, this engine. He's like, looks back and is like, that was on fire. Oh shit. <laughs> well, maybe I'll. And then it just explodes. That's pretty great. <laughs> blows up one of his one engine. His other engine blows up. He's dead. Damn. For sure. But, uh, did this shock you? Did this it did. move you it to tears? It did. It shocked me. It didn't move me to tears. I didn't care about him. <laughs> but it shocked me because I was like, oh, what's this movie going to do now? I guess he's <laughs> gone. I can't believe he's top billing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then... Richard Dyfus. Richard Dyfus, yes. And then John Goodman's very sad. He tries to comfort Holly. Holly's upset. And then I, it looks like she imagines him walking through a burned forest, but instead this is like real. Yeah. He's walking through a burned forest. 
and meets a lady named Hap, who's Hap. played by Audrey Hepburn. Yes. Who starts cutting his hair, and then he realizes he's actually dead because he's like, man, I can't believe I pulled out of there. Wait a second, what happened after that? Yeah. You know, he died. Right. Man, Audrey Hepburn's cutting his hair? I know. Like, actually cutting his hair? I think, I don't know, actually, but she's, like, putting a, putting the barber thing around him and, oh, like, going to cut his hair. Okay. Might have the movie she's just lying down the whole time. I'm like, I feel like this is, like, I'll be in your movie if I don't have to move. Oh, no. She's walking around. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, so he's dead. He's dead. He realizes Heaven it. to him looks like a burnt forest, right? I guess so, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's she's like, well, it's been six months since you've been dead, and here you are. It's your turn to give back what we call inspiration. Okay. Um, How does that work? I don't know, man. How does a person who's dead and can't communicate with anybody give inspiration well, to people? Well, you can communicate with them, and they'll think about it as their inside thoughts. They'll think they're thinking it. Oh. Yeah. That's why it's like... I didn't realize that. Yeah. Even I don't then, like that. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, and it's very it's a very messy rule. I feel like if you're going to do these supernatural sort of or ghost stories or yeah. something... I feel like you got to set up some very clear rules. And I think one of the biggest problems with this movie is it's not a clear rule as yeah. to like, how do people, you, you communicate by like talking to them and then they'll imagine it's their own thoughts. Yeah. Which is very, very vague. There's so many different ways you can interpret that. It's a bit creepy. It's you, a bit creepy. You will poop your pants. That's the other thing. It's like, is inspiration someone like, is my, is the ghost of someone I know whispering in my ear telling me what to say on this podcast? Yes. That's weird. You hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it gives, it gives us inspirational gives ghosts us, a bad name. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a weird conceit. And now I'm like, I was interested in where this movie was going. And now I'm like, confused at where this movie's going. Yeah, fair. And so I didn't really know how to feel. I'm still kind of bored. It's not very interesting. <laughs> like, imagine it's like you're going to go to the afterlife. What is it? Well, you just walk around and tell Woods. people stuff. It has a very Field of Dreams type yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah. Like, even somehow worse. I agree with that. Somehow Definitely worse. Definitely worse than Field At least Field of Dreams, Dreams kind of made sense. It wasn't it's a, good. But it's a smaller film. It's also a smaller this film. This is, like, all over the place. This is a two-hour-long movie that's yeah. got epics, epic plane flying and all sorts of shit. Yeah. Um. So, what does he do? I don't know. Is he going to be okay? Uh, who does he talk to? I'm trying to think who he goes to first. Oh, yeah. So it says six months. He teleports to... Um, he teleports to, I believe, Flat Rock, I think? Uh, Flat Rock. Yeah, he goes there. And he, she's like, this is the person you have to inspire. And it's Ted Baker, uh -oh. the boringest guy you know. <laughs> inspire to be interesting. Yeah. And so Ted's there. There's like, some lady named Rachel who's working on the place. And she seems really like him. Oh, damn. That's sad. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Poor Rachel. You'll see, yeah, audience, you'll see if you haven't seen this movie already. So then... Um, if you haven't, don't. Ted... Yeah, don't. Ted is a goofball, but he's basically arriving at Flat Rock to learn to do what? tanker work. Yeah, to do a, a pulpit. And who took that job at Flat Rock now? Oh, it's John Goodman. John Goodman's there take, doing the job. Oh. And um, Ted goes and tries to light John Goodman's cigar but he's got like grease on his face and mm. so it lights up the cigar like on fire instead of lighting it and so it's like almost like a whole grease fire and it's bad and everyone's laughing at him it's like <laughs> off to a great start <laughs> but it's also like this was caused by fred fucking with ted being like hey you got a little grease on your face and so oh. he made he influenced um john goodman to like wipe his face Wait, with his greasy fred? hand no no john goodman Oh, so then he tells Fred like light it, light up his cigarette or light up his uh, cigar for him, 
and like just keeps telling him shit to like fuck with him. Who's Fred? Wait, I'm talking about Pete. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think of Ted. Ted. <laughs> right. There's Fred. Ted. There's just there's Ted. Ted. Pete. There's Pete. Ted and, and John, John Goodman. Goodman. <laughs> yeah. okay. He's John Goodman. He, he transcends characters. I apologize. I thought you were going to call him Fred like Fred Flintstone. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Viva La Vegas. I could never get that out of my <laughs> mind. <laughs> That's not him. It's not called Viva Rock Vegas? He's not in that movie. Ah, uh, he felt like it to me. <laughs> no, no, I love no. Him. no he's just Fred in that movie is played uh, by the dead Baratheon. In... Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, no. He's in the original. Yeah, he's in the original. Flintstone. Sorry. It's you know, okay. I, I just... As a kid, I just casted their faces differently. Steven Spielberg produced that movie. Well, you know. He only made that movie because he's like, hey, Sean Goodman, you look like Fred Flintstone. And then John Goodman's like, what do you call me, fat? <laughs> he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want a job? Okay. Want to be in my always movie? Yeah. You want to be in my always movie? I'll, I'll make it up to you. I'll put you over my hit movies. Yeah, always. You can eat a ton of food. Won't that be funny? Yeah, eat it in like gross Tubby, ways. And then fucking Steven Spielberg punches him God. in the gut. Anyway, what happened to <clears> him? <throat> So he's like, fine, I'll accept you because he was like, I don't want to accept you. But because of Pete's influence saying, like, you should give him a chance. Mm. He's like, fine, I'll give you a chance. So now John Goodman sits up high up and is like, all right, this is going to be nice. I'm just going to talk to all the trainees and they're going to fly planes and try to hit this like fire in a barrel. And so they fly. The first person goes, misses. And he's just having a good time chilling out under an umbrella. Um, Another person misses, but gets too far this time. And then Ted Baker flies. And Ted Baker is being influenced by Pete. Paul, Paul, and Pete's Pete. like, drive a little farther. Yeah, go in that direction. Yeah, okay, so go a little past the barrel and then open your payload right onto that umbrella. And then he just drops all the the fire retardant onto John, John Goodman. Goodman. Yeah. And like, it's like John Goodman hates that, of course. Of He's course. Like, he wants to get a job here, but he has like, the worst job because he's a horrible influence yeah. of Pete. And it's like, dude. And Pete's just like, oh, boy. Uh, fucking Audrey Hepburn, I hope you don't get mad at me. I'm sorry. This is too much fun. And she said when he was doing this, like, just remember, you're dead. You don't have – there's no reason to do this for you. You have to do it for other people. Mm-hmm. But even in death, he's an asshole. <laughs> even in death, Pete sucks. Yeah, even in death, he can't control himself. Oh, my God. Yeah. I hate him. I don't like him either. It's it's more annoying than most of the movie, my half of the movie, is him just sitting behind somebody telling him what to do. Yeah, like, He's like a backseat driver. He doesn't have anything else now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and no one even really listens to him, right? Like, right. It's weird. So anyway uh, – Ted Baker obviously gets very much in trouble, and uh, John Goodman yells at everyone, says, you all suck. I wouldn't call any of you to a real fire, and says, also, you, Ted Baker, you get out of here. I hope, I'm hope i going to San Diego, and I expect you to to leave when I come back, or like mm-hmm. be gone when I come back. And um, luckily, like, he's like, okay, I'll leave. And then, uh, you know, despite the influence of Pete, it doesn't work. And, you know, Keith David's there, luckily, to be like, yeah, don't worry. Why don't you party before you leave? Yeah, Keith David rocks. And then Rachel comes over to him, tries to flirt with him, and he doesn't flirt with her properly. Instead, he's too busy thinking about Holly Hunter. Why? I don't know if she's – it doesn't make sense. I don't think she's there, but I think he's just thinking about her because I think he is literally doing this job just so he could go enlist at the base that she's at because he stopped by that one time – uh, doing the birthday anagram, 
and a birthday song or whatever. Birthday anagram? No, not the anagram. Excuse me. <laughs> what are those called? Singagrams or something like that? Some dumb name. They have a name. I don't know what they're called. To singing telegram? Singing telegram. That's it. <laughs> I tried to shorten it too much. I'm way ahead of my time. Yeah, Just you like are. Ted Baker was with flying singing telegrams. <laughs> yeah, people love to hire other people to tell people happy birthday. They do, apparently. Apparently. Anyway. So, so, yeah, so he's too busy thinking about her and then explains to Rachel about like I love her. I'm just doing this just for you, just for one person. Fuck? And uh and Rachel and, thinks it's about her. No, she's very offended actually, oh. I think. Uh, or no, no, she no, she does think it's about her. That's right. What I thought. And is way too freaked out because he's so forward. Oh, okay. Uh, even though Fair. she's being fairly forward. Um He's just being very strange about it. Mm-hmm. And Pete's like, whoa, that's a strategy I have not seen. And it didn't work. It didn't work. So then we got a shot of John Goodman flying. He lands, and it seems like he's meeting up with... He actually lands because the aircraft controller is Holly, and they meet up, and they hang out at her place for a little bit and watch TV. But she's so sad still. She's mm-hmm. so sad. And John Goodman's like, we got to get you out to Flat Rock. We're going to take you to Flat Rock, and it's going to be great. You're going to miss... We're going to teach you some stuff. You're going to be re- revitalized. She's like, no, my... My life is here. Mm. I like being here now. And then that's the end of my half. But he starts like packing up her stuff and stuff. He's like, like that. yelling at her too. Yeah, he's very aggressive. And he, it's like, what are you doing? It was a weird thing to pop into. It's a weird thing to pop into. It's just John Goodman yelling at this poor woman. She's like sobbing and he's like, You're a fucking idiot. You yeah. suck. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, so then I see Richard Dreyfus in the back of a plane and uh, the guy who's driving the plane isn't listening to him. And I'm just like, What an asshole. I see <laughs> Why is he not listening to Richard Driver? Richard Driver's just trying to make conversation, and the guy flying the plane isn't even, like, doing anything. And then they, uh, they're they they're flying in the plane, and it's raining, and Richard Driver's is like, oh, we should probably land. And I'm like, yeah, fucking speak of the obvious, like, probably obviously. Land. So then they land, and then they wind up in, like, this uh, burnt, or, like, this, like, uh, I don't know, like, rundown shack uh, in another part of the world. Uh, and then there's, like, a hobo in there that can hear, uh, yeah. They can hear Richard Dreyfus, and Richard Dreyfus is like, you can hear me? And then the hobo's like, you can hear me? And then the guy who's flying the plane is like, yeah, of course I can hear you, old man. And I'm like, damn, this guy's really going above and beyond to ignore Richard Dreyfus. No. But then I realize it's because Richard Dreyfus is uh... dead. And Richard Dreyfus is telling the hobo, like, all right, you have to tell him to, you have to, like, you know, tell people that you love them. You have to, you know, be forward with people and, and, and tell people that you care about them. Like, I, I should have told Holly Hunter. And then the hobo's like, Holly Hunter, you should tell Holly Hunter that you love her. And then uh, Richard Driver's like, don't, don't fucking say that. But then it's too late. The guy's like, yeah, I'll tell Holly Hunter that I love her. Oh, no. So then he flies back and he accidentally crashes into Holly Hunter's house. And it's like, it's a meet cute. And uh, he crashed into her house. How's that cute? I don't, I don't know, but it's cute. <sighs> I mean, it works. I guess they wind up falling in love with each other. Oh my god! All this is th- like weird ghosts, but like for cucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is a kink for someone. Ghost cuck. Ghost cuck. I you want You want to have your lover get with someone else? Who are you gonna call? Ghost cuckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it is like that. And yeah, so to much to his dismay, he has to watch Holly Hunter fall in love with this other person. Yeah. And to my dismay too, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck she sees in this guy he's, he's like so boring he's the most boring he literally like talking to rachel or whatever his name her name was like yeah. she she was trying everything and he was just like uh i don't dance yeah i don't i'm not good at conversation like just being a butthead yeah it sucked 
Uh, it was bad. It was very dumb. And so then that whole... He's the definition of a lunk. He is. He's a lunk. He's a lunk. He's got nothing to him. He's There's one nothing. part in my half of the movie where he started doing... He was doing a bad John Wayne impression. And then Holly Hunter's like, what is that? And he's like, why you don't know what I'm talking like? And I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? How is this a scene? Did he say little lady? Yeah, he did. Of course he did. Of course he did. Uh, and then there's a lot of scenes where Holly Hunter's just sort of sitting there looking into the dead space. And uh, there's uh, uh, Richard Dreyfuss going like, I love you, baby. Uh, you're, my, you're my girl. You'll always be my girl. I'm like, this is fucking creepy and I hate it. I don't like this at all. Uh, so all that shit fucking happens. And then, um, I don't know, he goes back to heaven for some reason, and Hap is like, what do you, what do you do? Oh, yeah, some guy dies at some point, too? Like, what guy? So, Holly Hunter and uh, the fucking jaw man, Ted, they're on a, they're on a date together, uh-huh. and then they notice a, 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 a bus that's, like, almost fallen off the road, and then the bus driver falls out of the bus having a heart attack, and Ted tries to revive the bus driver, and uh, Richard Dreyfus is there watching all this, and then the bus driver appears next to Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus is like, "Hey, good job, you know, parking the bus before you had that heart attack." And he's like, "Hey, no problem, young fella." And then he leans down next to Ted, and he's like, "Come on, buddy, help me out." And then he wakes up, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" So that happened. Okay. Uh, he came back to life. Um, and yeah, and then uh, what else? What else? Nothing fucking happens. Basically, the big, the big scene, the big like scene of the film is the very end when there's a giant forest fire. Right, you gotta have one of those. This was the best part of the movie. The forest fire scenes. Yeah, honestly, fucking rock. It just felt like he wanted to make a cool World War II type movie. Honestly, I went the beginning of this movie when it was just forest fires and then flying around. I was like. This movie is like doing something I haven't seen in a lot of movies before. You it don't looked, really see like intense force fighting like this. It looked legit dangerous. Yeah. Too. Like there was one part where a guy was running forward. The camera was, he was like running towards the camera. The camera was running in reverse and there's just fire everywhere. And I'm like, how did, like, it must be like a lens thing. Like maybe the lenses made everything look a little bit closer, but like that fire looks fucking close. And that guy is running forward, looking into a camera and the cameraman is running backwards blind towards fire yeah and like how and like that's just fucking nuts to yeah, me yeah it's cool looking it was cool so forest fires happening and you know paul uh, uh pete is like oh we gotta help we gotta figure out how to put out the forest fires and so then he's trying to influence ted like ted you gotta do this you gotta put out the forest fires but holly hunter she wants to do it and so she tricks um oh, what's his name keith david into getting out of his plane so she oh. jumps in the plane and she is flying through the forest fires. And I'm like, this is a really bad... Because people's lives are at stake. This is a bad time for you. That's the thing that was kind of weird about this movie. Is they kept being like, you're not in war. You don't need to go all crazy. And it's just like, I mean, people's stuff might burn and they might die. Like, And it's not even just like people's houses. Like there are, they, or they literally said people are going to die in this. These people are next to the fire. They yeah. And they can't get out. The reason they're doing their job is to help the forest fire people. There's one part where people are like, oh my god, the fucking fire is so close! And then they hard cut to John Goodman. He's just like laying back, like snoring, yawning, burping. And I'm like, this is like... This is a life and death situation, my dude. This is Isn't the it fucking funny though. It's comedy. Oh, it's so fucking funny. It's comedy. Dude. It just made me hate everybody more, especially fucking Holly Hunter. It's like I get that you want to feel like you're a part of all this. I understand that completely. Maybe choose a time when uh, it's not other people's lives. At so stake. does she go to Flat Rock and like train? 
No, barely. Okay. So she did have a little bit at least. Uh, I guess. I never saw her training, okay. to be completely honest. Okay. Uh, but she gets in that fucking plane, and then uh, um, I, I think it's probably just because she wanted to die. And Pete was <laughs> Pete was like, "You shouldn't be doing this, Holly. You shouldn't." But be doesn't doing- she love fucking the new guy? I don't know. But it's hard for her to get over Pete, you okay. know. And honestly, Pete's making it even worse for her because he keeps, he keeps trying influencing to her exactly. Uh, so well, he, that's kind of interesting. So he's in the back of the plane, and he's like, "You got to do this, Holly. You got to do it." And she's like, "I'm getting too close to the ground." I don't know who she's talking to herself. Um, and so finally it works. She saves the day, but the plane, the, the oil pressure is going down. Sure. And so she crashed. thing. Whatever. Who fucking cares? She crash lands. She is, a, oh, she's going to die. She's drowning. But then she sees Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus helps her somehow and she lives. And that is enough for her to let go of Richard Dreyfus somehow. Um, and she walks off with Ted and Richard Dreyfus is standing at the end of the runway watching all this. And he's like. Ah, it's time to get out of here. And he just walks off into the, the distance, and the fucking movie ends. We've inspired bad. you guys to Bowen. Bad movie. It's bad. Bad, bad. I had heard. I had heard so many people say this is a terrible, awful movie. Honestly, didn't realize what they meant by it. Like, no. I thought it was going to be, like, you know, embarrassing. No, it's just so messy, dull, and it, just, like nonsensical yeah the biggest thing is it's got it's got nothing to say and it spends two hours saying it. yes yeah. that's exactly it it does no it's not trying to examine anything no it's it maybe is trying to examine loss but like it's doing it in such a hokey corny way that it's like what are you really going for here it's also kind of shitty because it's also like taking something like when a person mourns another person it's not because their ghost is lingering around like influencing them maybe it is bro. yeah maybe it is and it's like, what are you to learn? Like, what 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 is Holly Hunter to uh, Holly Hunt Holly Hunter? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, Holly Hunter to learn to let go to I not guess. to not date a guy that's gonna be a creep when he dies. I don't know. I don't I fucking guess. know. Don't your eggs in one basket. I don't know. Or is it? Like, to, or is it teaching you that when you die and come back to life, don't should, stick around. You should do cool things. So what did she? Did he talk to Hap anymore? Anymore? Just once, and Hap's like. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be doing things down there oh to help God. other people. You should be helping other people, not yourself. And he's like, I don't know how to do that. I'm a selfish prick. <laughs> She's like, Yes, you are. I don't know why we chose you to do this. And he's like, Yeah. What do you want me to do? And she's like, I don't know. Don't be a selfish prick. Stop, why don't you? Why selfish? don't you influence her to? You know, I guess like he learned that like maybe her true love is to fly planes or whatever. And then he told her to like, do it right. Yeah. And was like, here's my, here it is coach. And then it's like, Oh no, she did it too crazy. Well, I'm going to save her. So she doesn't do it too crazy next time. And maybe I'm better out of her life, but I gave her inspiration to do it. Yeah. Did he inspire her to like take the plane from Keith no. David? No. In she fact, he's telling her to stop. Okay, I don't understand then. That and makes even the less other sense. Thing, it was like, I was like, okay, because, again, I only watched the last half, so I was like, maybe she's just, like, a really good pilot and no one ever gives her a chance. But the fact that she barely had any training and no, had almost and she never done too. this before, it's like, what a selfish fucking thing to do. Because it's like, if you wanted to kill yourself for this, whatever, you shouldn't do that. I don't, I wouldn't but recommend like, it. getting rid of Keith David, who could help? You're also putting the lives of, like, five firefighters yeah. in danger. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? This is such a shitty thing to do. What a, yeah. what a, what a, what a selfish moment to do something like this. Uh, and, like, we're supposed to, I don't know, like, I will say, though, those scenes fucking rocked. Like, the way they looked. Yeah, they look cool. Jesus, the miniatures were incredible. Like, these big. That's the thing. It's like, I, 
It's so wild looking. It it's, is. It's, they put a lot of work in the way this movie looks. It looks great. Apparently, there's a really cool long take in your half of the movie where, like, a take, one long take of, I think, John Goodman on the phone is synced with a plane flying overhead, which sounds really crazy. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. that's cool. Like, there's a lot of cool shots, but, like, cool shots do not a, a, a good not, film make. No. And honestly, it's not even, is it even Spielberg's fault or is it, it was all of this rotten from the beginning you know i think it might have been i think it was just a bunch of things collapsing yeah. on each other i wouldn't recommend watching no. this movie guys it's a bad i'll let you know I'm, I'm looking at the wikipedia to see if i can find anything fun yeah the funniest thing i found was robert ebert robert ebert of the chicago sun times considered uh-huh. it dated and more of a curiosity which i agree with like it already it feels old like yeah. i didn't think this came from like the late night like early 90s well it is a remake 80s. of an older film yeah there's some like lines particularly ones that gave john goodman where i'm like this doesn't sound like how no this sounds like what i old didn't know Hollywood what the time period talk. was like until yeah. they were like literally someone offers him a beer and it's like it's 89 and i'm like 89 what yeah yeah um, yeah also, he said, it's Spielberg's weakest film since uh, 1941. There you go. 1941 is the name of the movie. There you go. Right. I think it's funny. Yeah. It's like, yeah, probably. And they both like kind of comedic, I guess, too. So like have more comedic than action is what I'm saying. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the problem is when you're talking too much about like making a romantic comedy or putting anything like that, I guess Spielberg's just not good at He's that. It's not good. Which is weird because usually so in tune with like emotions, particularly schmaltzy type stuff. Maybe it's the other thing. It's just like the fact that you've added this whole like the movie might have been good if it was if it didn't have ghost. The ghost shit was weird. Yeah. And also maybe make him more likable. I don't know why they made him like a nice guy. Unbelievably unlikable. Like I don't. Everyone seems to kind of be like, well, he's good at his job, but also you're kind of being a dick. Yeah, that's it. It's just like, well, I don't care if he's good at his job. Yeah, it was '89. It was that was an okay thing to be back. In I the guess day, so. Right? Well, no, everyone dick. called him a dick, but yeah, you're right. I guess like you could get you could get away with it, um, yeah. especially if he's saving people's lives. Sure, I guess at yeah. the cost of his own. It was yeah. just one of those things. Like they never even explained why he acts like a dick to everyone. I don't know. Like, why does he do this? They they always say, hey, man. Do you? Why do you do this? We're not in a war film, and he's just like he never responds. He's yeah. just like, oh, I just do it. It's just what I do. I'm a piece of shit. Like, what do you want from it's me? It's like I want to know why. Maybe if you <laughs> dove into why he's a piece of shit, maybe I'd have some empathy. Yeah, nothing. Not even like a flashback of like his dad being upset at him for playing soccer for poorly or something. Normal. Yeah, or yeah. being too normal or something too like that. You gotta be more aggressive or yeah. no one's gonna like you. It's like, but I'm such a soft-spoken kid. Yeah. And they turn into this. And it's like... I and we spend so long with him, particularly after he dies. And it's like... We, we gain... spent so much time beforehand. Yeah, yeah. We gain nothing. He's the main character. Yeah. He's so annoying and I hate him. Holly Hunter's the only one I empathize with. It even sounds like she kind of is doing sucks stupid stuff a at bit. the end. Yeah. Yeah, she sucks a bit. I can't believe how bad this movie this was. It's fucking trash. It's so bad. I was halfway through my half and I was like, I need to apologize to Ethan. Like, this is a piece of shit. I was halfway through my half and I'm like, I'm not going to give this movie too much more of my attention. <laughs> I usually like to rewatch movies. Here, <sighs> I'll give people this. I usually like to rewatch movies, and I did watch this movie a second time to fall asleep. That, oh, that worked pretty oh, well. Oh man, Dude, I could recommend that. This movie, great time to like fall so asleep. If you good. have a flu, 
Yeah. And we're like, boy, I need to get to sleep. The I'm feeling like shit. Planes aren't too loud, you know? They're pretty quiet. They're pretty quiet, weirdly. So, yeah, so you can fall asleep to it. Yeah. Guys, do you have any movies you'd recommend to fall asleep to? Email us at eBailTheOtherFpodcast.com and let us know. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to listen to our previous episodes, you can find them on any podcatching app. Yeah, listen to our Hook episode. That's, I think, the most recent Spielberg one. Mm-hmm. Um, and while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says, even if it is influencing us from the dead. You know, I wonder if they name this movie. In Why is it called Always? In an ironic, because he'll always be there. I don't know. Even when you die, he'll, he'll the love will always go there. on. Sure. What was do the you think it's one, do you think it's ironic because people are just gonna forget about this movie? <laughs> They're not always gonna remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, it's such a forgettable title as well, right? It truly is. Yeah. Like, oh my god! Like looking at that poster, I'm like, this is just the not, poster this doesn't exist. Looks like shit. It is like the worst looking poster. It's literally like. The three actors in a square. It's very of the time. It's so, but even of what you, of the time, there's some really great Spielberg posters out there even back then. Well, I know it's very of the time for an average movie. Oh, I see. It's what not you're a saying. good Spielberg movie poster. Like they what definitely would be got a good like poster for this. Um, probably like here we go. A very cool um silhouette of everyone kind of looking like trees or in the trees. You see them in the trees, Ooh. and then a plane is going overhead, dropping um the fire retardant on it with the words always like in, in retard or something like that. That's pretty good. You know, retardant, that'd be cool. Yeah. I, I imagine it's like a, a, a top down. You see the trees, uh-huh. you see a plane top down and the plane, you know, the plane kind of looks like a T. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like that. And then you just have Richard Dreyfus like Jesus on the cross. <laughs> <laughs> they did use the airplane as a T in the poster. Did they really? I'm pretty sure they did. Let no, me, they let me triple check because I'm pretty. I was just looking at it. Yeah. Uh, let I, me just triple. I mean, check. It is a pretty forget. No, we, they did not. No, it's 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 ending the Y. Oh my bad. <laughs> Why would they bring a T? I'm so stupid. Why would there be a T in all this? Good night, I love that that's something you didn't you didn't call me out on. Like, there's no tea in it. It makes sense. We both were just like, I don't know. Maybe. Sure. Why would they? Why wouldn't they do that? Old whiz. Old whiz. <laughs> <laughs>